Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's All About You with Kimmy Sue and my husband, Kirill. How are you doing tonight, love? Good. How is everybody? Is everybody out there great? If you're listening and you're not great, you will be great after you listen. That's yeah. that's profound, isn't it? I mean, I just came up with that. Profound. So, wow, that's so cool. Anyway, I am excited about tonight. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about pineapples and relationships. Did you know that if you eat pineapple, your punani smells better? I cannot <laughs> take it right now. <laughs> I don't know that I would have used the word punani, no, but, in, but punani in Italian, also, that's eat. like vagina. Right, right. I, but Kim Kardashian yeah. said that it does. So I've done some investigating online. I really didn't expect it to start with this. We're using pineapple for our dogs. Okay, that sounds worse. Wait, you'll hear about that in a second. Anyway, what I'm going to say is I thought I would segue, not him, but I would segue into that that's sometimes said that if you have eat pineapple, then like your vagina is better. It's weird for me to even say that, but I'm just saying to you this. So... There are like different types of testimonials, not testimonials, but like thoughts on it. And some people say, yes, of course, whatever you eat, it's going to come out in secretions, whether it's sweat or it's like, you know, people that eat a lot of garlic, like you can kind of smell it on them. You know who I'm talking about, right? Right. Like Aunt Rosa. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with garlic, but I know. I mean, body you know what I mean? Order, it's, it's horrible. Didn't you tell me that you had to fire somebody? <laughs> So listen, this is what's really crazy. I want to hear the story. When I worked at a, a company for weight loss years ago, it was called LA Weight Loss. Anyway, I was a regional director and my managers were amazing. But when they had real challenges that they couldn't seem to handle, they would call me. So this manager calls me and says, Kim, I don't know what to do. Like this employee has a distinct odor and our staff is frustrated with it. But now I've got patients complaining about it. I'm like, well, this is a fine, how do you do? So I'm like, I guess I got to go check it out. So I go and I sit her down in my office and I say, blank, blank, blank. Did you, did you smell oh, it? Oh, of course. Seriously, what did you smell like? Uh, it smelled like trash, kind of like that dirty like trash. Dirty socks. Or dirty or socks, dirty yes. Dirty yeah, my father used to take his dirty socks and put them in my nose thinking that that was funny. Oh, it's a horrible smell. But no, it's kind of a trash, dirty sock smell, right? And this this girl, I, I mean, she was a great girl, great personality, whatever. But I had to sit her down, and I'm going to use the name Kendall, like our dog. So I'm not talking about anyone in specific. Listen, let me just make it very clear. I give Kendall bats every week. All right, then I'll use the name Mary. So I, would, so I sat Mary down and said, Mary, um... I have to let you know that there have been some complaints from staff and from our clients stating that they smelled a body odor from you. And as we're sitting here, I'm experiencing it right now. Wow. And she just looked at me. I said, so here's what we can do. You know, you can leave now, go take a shower and make a commitment that moving forward, <laughs> you're going to shower. Or if you choose not to take care of your hygiene, you know, we're just going to separate ways. Right, right. She's like, I don't know that I want to take a shower every day. Yeah. I was like, okay, so anyway, let me grab your key and let's get your code. I'm just saying that was the most awkward conversation I've ever had to have 
had to have. But when I did it, it felt good. Like I was just direct, like, here's the problem. Right, right, exactly. And she may not even, you know, like some people have really bad breath and they don't know that they have it. Right. Like, what do you say? Like you want to say it, you would think that their spouse would say, because listen, can we make a commitment to each other? If my breath ever is like repulsive. I'll let you know. And I hope you do too, because I, you know, I'm very particular on that. No, I, I don't I, ever want my breath. No, to your smell. breath always really smells good, but I'm just saying. It smells? I mean, taste, whatever. But like in the morning when you want to kiss me, that freaks me out. I just want to brush my teeth first. That's my favorite, though. Oh, Actually, please. that's love. I just want to taste it and just, mm, I love it. Okay, so anyway, back to whatever we're, I don't even know what we're talking about. So let's talk about why we bought pineapple for the dogs, because I don't quite understand it. But Kirill now is an expert in Pomeranians and well. Ice White. And so now he's learned this. We got a grooming table today. <laughs> grooming table we have brushes for these dogs that cost almost as much as my dyson hair dryer i know but listen but there are babies so talk about why you got pineapples for the dog well unfortunately our candle has a problem that she eats her own poop and uh she doesn't eat anybody else's poop but she eats her poop <laughs> What I'm saying, that didn't come out right. But say, for example, if Jackson poops, she doesn't go and eat his poop. She eats her own poop. And, I, I, you know, I bought probiotics and stuff like that, which is great, you know, for the digestive system and everything. But she's still doing it. So I went online and they said that I could just give her a little bit of pineapple and that'll make her not eat her poop. So I'm just going to give it a try. And I guess we just give our listeners an update next Wednesday. Okay, good. We'll update you because I'm sure most of you are thinking, okay, next, what are you guys doing? You're crazy. Kimberly's jumping in the pool. If you want to see a great video of, I, we talked about it last week, but we actually put it on Instagram. It's on. What was that when we go save it? Saving Private Ryan. No, no, I don't know what we called it, but it's uh, all about you with Kimmy Sue on Instagram, or it's Kirill.Poibranski. K-I-R-I-L dot P-O-I-B-R-E-N-S-K. That's is a lot of names. I need to change it. Maybe Can, like let's fix that. K.P. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> so moving into our next segment, which is really what the meat of this is all about. Maybe talking about vaginas in the beginning was appropriate. I wasn't expecting that. There's but nothing wrong with vaginas. I mean, vaginas are beautiful things. I mean, everybody loves them. We love to eat them. And all right, so let's go on to what I'm going to talk about tonight is relationships, okay? And so as we reflected last week, sometimes you just make me go, wow, did you just say that? Anyway, we talked a little bit about what are your goals for this year, and sometimes it's weight loss or stopping smoking or not drinking too much or fixing a relationship. But how do you fix a relationship? So I thought about this week saying, hey, let's give you the top 10 tips for relationships. I think what's important that we recognize are the stages of a relationship. So think about it. You first meet a person and it's called the coming together phase. And it's very significant because sometimes it's a coming together phase because you walked into like a dream story, right? You walk into each other at the mall and you drop your bag and he helps and picks it up and you have lunch and you run into fairyland. That's like Hallmark movies. but How talking, many times does that happen, right? Are you talking about like meeting a stranger, stranger? No, I'm talking about the person that you're with 
-hmm. What was, what was your moment of meeting them? Is it meeting a stranger like the scenario I just said, or more oftenly is that's a word. Is it that you meet the partner you're with now through a friend or a family member or a workplace? So there's usually a little bit more attached to that. And that's significant because that's the start of your relationship. And you can choose to label it that way or not. And I will say this briefly um, without, you know, just in protecting everyone involved. Yes, Carol and I, when we met each other, we were both in committed relationships. Um, and whether they were broken or not, I'm not going to try to convince anyone of that or not. But yes, that that start of our relationship when it was so ex, ex, special and fulfilling for us, we had to also put it kind of in a dark place for a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, and it's significant. And for those of you, and I bet that I'm not just by myself when I raise my hand, probably a good majority of you have met your spouse or your significant other in a way somewhere around all that. Maybe you were single and that person wasn't vice versa you know, maybe everybody was single, but someone that your girlfriend was interested in, you became more interested in. I'm just saying it's, if it was perfect, like Hallmark, that's great, but it's not always. So just consider what that initial, uh, you know, coming together phase was. Because during that time, you can get really strong really early on if it is one of those challenging situations. Right, babe? Yeah. You always said, I got you, girl. What I know is that when two souls are supposed to meet, no matter relationship, no relationship, it's just going to happen. Right. I mean, love is just in the air, and it just... It is. It will happen. Right. There were so many things that happened throughout the course of me leaving that relationship and us finally coming together that there'd be times I'd pray to God. Like, I'd be in a... I'll, I'll give you something specific. Can I really say this? Okay, maybe another podcast. I thought we... we no, I want to say this. Okay. No, maybe I shouldn't because I don't right. know if I've ever said so it. So we'll wait on that. So anyway, right. back to... Now, not the pineapple. So now we're going to go to the next stage, which is the initiation stage. Oh, wow. So what that is, so now you finally realize there's a connection. You can't fight it. So you start spending time together and talking a little bit more intimately. Well, in the beginning, Hello. you just talk a lot about exchanging your pleasantries and facts about yourself. It's a brand new, like, I'm getting to know you stage, right? Hey. And you kind of hear what the person that you are interested in is looking for, and you want to be that person. That's. Am I wrong? Do you agree with the initiation? Kirill, focus on me. Now yeah, yeah. Okay. Next is the experiment. Mm -hmm. The first kiss. If you make it past the initiation, then you'll enter into the experimentation stage. Some people don't make it far because they find something in the first stage that they didn't like so much. So, for instance, right. I like the way you kissed. Oh. I'm just being real. So that makes a difference. You ever have a kiss from somebody? It's like this big slobber thing. and It's like they're like tongue in your whole mouth and you just want to die. Has that ever happened to you? Well, you're a guy. Okay. Whatever. You're not going to even. So about. what you said is you liked the way I kissed you first time. Uh, totally. So now okay. we would go to the next stage. And during this stage, we are going to dig deeper into interests and values. Intimacy. 
Yes, but also just getting to know really what does make you tick. What what do you hate? What do you like? What do you dislike? Okay. All right, next, the intensifying stage. This is everybody's favorite stage. This is a stage where you wake up in the morning and all you can think about is looking at that phone and seeing if there's a text or a message from that person. Yes. You know, and you just get butterflies Mm. and then you know you're going to meet them at noon and all morning. You're Mm. just so excited you can't eat. You're thinner than ever because you're just so excited. This is the bliss stage, okay? So intensifying stage. The thing is, is that feelings start to develop and the excitement is there. Before I even finish the last couple of few, how do you keep that? How do you, because it it was there and it's so real. You can't make that shit up. You can't feel that way about someone if it means nothing. So after years of being in a relationship, how do you keep that up? What do you say, Carol? Uh, by, I mean, by, you know, I, I just love you more and more every day. What you need to do is like, <laughs> like buying me gloves when I need right, them. By, that's what I was going to say. By, by doing nice things and, you know, I guess by surprising each other, you know, that's why I love that we're doing our month anniversary versus anniversary. Yes. You know, every month on the first, we're going to be going out and we're going to be spending time together. And then it's just like our anniversary, but on a monthly basis. And, you know, doing stuff like that, it, it's that, that's what keeps the, 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 the spark going, you know, the fire going. And you, you, you just, you've got to continue to be creative because if you let it go, boy. I mean, it just turns into laundry and what Bill is doing, what's happening. It really and, sucks, right? Right. But because I have to say, I feel really like sucks. you really do make a great effort. But what I would like us to do more is that gratitude thing. And I, we kind of always do that when we're on date night, but you know, taking a moment when everything is just kind of all over the place. And we decided even if we're in a major argument about something, we will still go out for our one month anniversary. Even if we don't talk, which we're not going to do that. But anyway, you know, just letting people, you know, letting each other say what we have to say and look, I don't think that's where I was going. Now I forgot what I was saying. It doesn't matter. What I'm getting at is like just finding a way to get back to where you were because if you don't, it's so easy to go into these next stages. So what this is about is proactive so it doesn't happen. I love it. So next one is the integration stage. Listen to this. You're officially a couple and you have feelings for each other. But you start to blend your lives together. You develop routines and habits as a couple. Your family and friends also start to recognize you as a unit. In other words, you have gone from me and you to us. us, So that's a really positive thing if you just say it out loud like that. But you have to also remember you have two individuals now all of a sudden coming together as us. And like you and I both have, like you're happy to... What are you doing down there? I'm just saying, you're happy to hang out on the couch with me and watch a movie at night. And sometimes I like to have a dinner party. So you are, we're us, but we're still individuals. Does this make sense to you? I love it. All right. So nextly, and and I'm going to end this with some interesting things because I don't think Carol's really getting what I'm saying, but the bonding stage, this is what you keep wanting to talk about. Yes. 
since you now view yourselves as a unit instead of two individual individuals, the bonding stage is when you really commit. Yes, commitment. Both of you are very sure of the bond you share, so you will either move together or get married. That's what we did. Hello. So here's the next stage, <laughs> the coming apart stage. What? Coming apart? We all want to be happy and live happily ever after, but that's simply not the case for many couples. Whether you're married, living together, or just dating, the coming apart phase happens to most of us one time or another. Here's the stages of why we come apart. Now, this is what I want you to hear. Just tune into this. I'm going to spend like three minutes on it, and then I'm going to sum the whole thing up in my Kimmy Sue terms with, of course, Kirill's influence. Just follow this because this is where we fail in relationships. Expect, look, if there's articles written, written on it, there are stages of relationships. So expect you're probably going to go through all of them. It's all about realizing you're going to go through them. Maybe you're not at the bonding stage yet. So think ahead. Think about how you, where you want to be in that role, how you feel, what do you want to protect yourself from, whatever it is. So just, I know I'm getting a little riled up, but I'm, I'm excited about this because I think it makes a difference. So the differentiating stage, being crazy in love and walking on cloud nine just doesn't last. Even the happiest of relationships, life is not always perfect. But if you have entered the differentiating stage, then you're probably headed towards a breakup. Oh, shoot. This is the time when you start seeing differences in compatibilities and start to see cracks in your unit. The circumscribing stage. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Like, you circumscribe. I don't... I think what they're trying to say is that this is a time when it becomes a power play and the ego starts rising up and then, you know, you just want to be the dominant one in the relationship and stuff like that. Listen, this is all bullshit. Just let No, it but go. think about it. So I won't go too deep, but that's kind of what happened with us. I mean, think about it. You, you go through, you realize, you recognize if you can go through bliss You've got that feeling, like you said. There's, there's that one thing that they don't write in textbook. You, you, we're big on karma and all that, like, and not karma, but like, you know, spiritual. We connected immediately. I mean, I came to your first class, and you were so shy, and you were so kind of introverted, but you were so dynamic. I'm not even going to say I looked at you as hot at the first time. <clears throat> no, what I'm saying is, because I don't want you to think it was just like, oh, I want to be my... No, I was so inspired by you. You don't just had this way. Don't be shy, shy, shy. I have, to, I have to tell you one thing I learned about the count on that, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, I won't keep reading it because it gets boring. So I'll sum it up. I bet you I'm right. Like, you can read this after I'm done. So then you go through that stage of where you're like... Now you're pissed off because this is right. me and this is what I have. And you exactly. say, this is you, this is what you have. Right. And you forget. So my best advice to sum it up, it's not what you can't live with it. It's not what you can't live with. It's what you can't live without. And I Amen. found over time with Kirill was that I kept trying to live without him, but I just couldn't. I mean, I'm just saying because because of reasons, you know, um, my past commitment, just everything. And I just couldn't live without them. So 
as we kind of sum this up, as we talk about setting a monthly goal for your resolutions for 2022, I had said, maybe we don't need to focus on our weight or our, 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 um, you know, drinking, whatever it is. Maybe we need to focus on what's one thing in our life that used to make us so happy. And it's not the same. You can't live without exactly. So figure out what you can't live without. And, and make, now when I say that, I'm not saying I don't feel the same. I mean, honestly, like today I was right. going to go tanning on the way home from Florence. And I was like, no, I need to come see my baby. And I really wanted to like, right. that's a great feeling, but I'm saying I'm trying to be proactive so I don't get into that stage where it's like, well, you know, here you go. So we're going to kind of sum it up. This is what all about is love, baby. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no, no more. more. What is love? I love that. Baby, don't hurt listen. me. All right. So listen, let's just stop with this because nobody cares about what I'm reading. And actually, I lost interest, too. But the stages are important <laughs> because we've all done it. Think about it. In any relationship you've been with, you had that nervous stage. Then that, oh, my God, I love him. He touches me and I'm having an orgasm like thing, you know, and then you have that. Oh, I'm going to tell you everything that's perfect about me. And then you have that stage where you really get to know each other and you see that darker side. But that doesn't matter because the person you fell in love with is still the person you fell in love with. So focus more on the positive and what they have. I say this with employees too. focus on their attributes, not on what their weaknesses are. So having said all that, um, we, we briefly touched our relationship, and I've had several people reach out on my Instagram. Again, if you don't know it, it's all about you with, with Kimmy, Kimmy Sue, K-I-M-M-I-E-S-U-E. DM me. Um, is that what you say? DM? Yeah, like I a am. direct message. Right. DM. You know, if there's something that you want to hear about or know more about, I've had several people say, look, I'm in a similar situation. Would you two share the experience you went through and, and I'm getting there. I'm not right there yet. And I don't think you are either, but it, all we can do is sprinkle some interesting facts and some helpful tips about relationships. So I'm going to let you end with what would you say if you were to give some relationship advice, what follow, are one or two things that you might do? Follow your heart, follow your intuition. Everything else is bullshit. No matter what everybody else says, you know it deep inside of you. You got feeling. That's it. It's so true. Exactly. And I guess my my last piece of advice would be really that five languages of love. You should take it. It's free. It's online. Take the test. Understand what your partner's language of love is. Because whenever you feel things are getting dull... You just respond to that language of love. Kirill is touch for sure. And so, well, I won't get too. And well, I'm just going to say, sometimes I could just simply be touching his, 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 the hair on his forehead. And I don't have hair on my forehead. I, well, you know, on your head, forget it. Let's not say it. I'm just saying to him, that's me telling him I love him. I love you. And vice versa. So really try that out. <laughs> Five languages of love. You can do a test right online. You get your answers. And it's a fun thing for date night, too. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I don't know if any of this helped. I yes. feel like, you know, we were all over the place. But that's just how we roll. I just want you to love yourself. 
And if you can't love the one you want, love the one you're with. Oh, I love that. Happy New Year again. We'll see you guys next week.